the cuff. I'm Adam Banks, and uh, guess what, everybody, who I have back in the studio with me, Nelly. Hey. It's been a while. I've been really sick. Well, you you always say that at, at the start of every show. You, I was. You always though. say you're sick. No, we were covering college basketball, and a lot of the shows that we did were very sports related. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of like college, a lot more, a lot of people came on the show that knew. Like the ins and the outs of college basketball, but there's something I wanted to have you back. Welcome back. This Thank is you. we're back to normal broadcasting on Off the Cuff, where we talk about things going on around the world, current events, pop culture, entertainment. But you know, I do want to have a sports conversation with you, and you are the one that kind of inspired me to have this conversation. We talked about universities who have very wealthy boosters, like UK, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a maybe a booster to come along and donate like a jet to the university or buy the university a jet for the coaches to go recruit on. And you brought up a very interesting point. You said that you think it's a shame that the American people will give their money to the wealthy instead of helping the poor. And I have to say that's a very interesting conversation. Why do you think that? Well, I'm telling you, it's just like the way I actually said it was let's give, give, give to the rich. And this little girl or this little boy that's living under this bridge or overpass that has no shoes, a pillow to lay his head or a room or a bed. So you think that... Or food. Yeah, I think why why do we, people in the United States, have these children? Right. That it just it just blows my mind. They don't have a coat. They don't. Why? Why I mean, does the United, just, so? What you're trying to say is why does the United States let the children of this country run around with no coats and no nothing to eat or no place to lay their little head? And, right. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's very interesting. But you know, you can't really blame the country in general, but like the country as far I'm as not. like the government. I blame the people. The people. The people with money. The people with money could give a lot of their money to the poor. I, I agree with you. I, I think that more money should be given to the poor. To me, with all them out there, you're just breeding more criminals. They probably had to steal to get something to eat. Right. I mean, it's just a start. Hopefully. Well, think about it. If your kid was going hungry, yeah. would you steal for them to eat? You're daggone right. Yes, I would too. I'm going to do anything. For my kid to eat, I, I'm going to, you know. But if I mean, if I have to work at three fast food places, if I, that's all I could do. Oh yeah, I, I would do that I, for my kids. I would definitely work. Now, listen, a lot of these people who steal, I'm, I definitely do not condone theft. But I think that it's ridiculous that they steal and they have the, they can work and they won't work. Right. People who don't work piss me off. Me too. I cannot stand it. You know, I mean, Nelly, you worked for how many? How, right? How many? How many years did you work? Uh, let's see. I was. Would you say 30? 30 years. Thirty-five. Thirty-five years. You busted your behind, working your fingers to the bone, having to deal with horrible bosses, terrible, terrible people at work. The sometimes the public, which can sometimes just be awful to deal with, and have a, a fam, children and a husband, yes, and a house, and to having to balance care. that. You've had to work that hard, and, and you know, I've been working now for about six years full time, and I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, like it's it's hard and it's very stressful, and it's you know it 
it can, you know, it takes an effect on your life. It becomes part of you, your identity, what you do for a living. Well, you know that I had gotten really ill. Right. And uh, had to stop working. But I'm telling you, you miss it. Right. You do because it becomes such a part of your everyday life. Yeah, and the people you're with. Yeah, become, yeah. and you thought you love those people. You have like relationships with people at work. And right, you know, and you know, you kind of get to your routine. And I really do think that the number one cause of death is retirement. But anyway, work is good. But the point I was trying to make is this. People who can work and are able to work and not ill and not sick and not uh, down in their back or knees or something like that, or a disease. People that can work legitimately are healthy people and don't work. When they don't, that pisses me off. It does me too. When uh, somebody like me, or I know of people that it's happened to, they can't get any help. Right. And they've worked all their lives. Right. But, you know, it's, you know, you'll, there'll be people uh, who, like, for instance, I knew this guy and he, <laughs> he would, uh, he'd be like, yeah, you need to hurry up and get back to work so I can draw my money. And, uh, he used to just really like walk around. He used to just irritate you that he, uh-huh. that you worked and he didn't. He would be like, yeah, I sit on a chi- on, on, I sit on the porch all day and I'm an artist. I draw my check. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh. telling you. That would just, oh, I had to deck him. Oh, it would, it would make people so mad, especially my cousin who I was with sometimes. He would get so upset because he's a worker. You know, he's a hard worker. Well, I want to say this, too. Notice I said children. If those parents had worked, you know, in the past and they got, you know, laid off, couldn't get a job or was sick and couldn't get, you know, couldn't work and couldn't get help, and that's why they're in the position they are, then yes, help those adults. But them people, they're out here partying all day out on the streets and And, and everywhere and... Laying up in the beds and having 15 kids and all this crap. Uh Uh-uh. Right. No. Uh Uh-uh. No. No. You feel like doing all that stuff it takes to have 15 kids? Yeah. Well, you could work. Oh, my gosh. You know, I heard someone say this one time. I heard someone say, seven minutes of pleasure is not worth... Or he said, he said... What did he say? Probably not worth 18, 18 seconds of pleasure is not worth 18 years of misery. Oh, I thought he meant to say 18 years of your life, but it ain't over at 18. But, that, but that's what he said. Or maybe he said 18, uh, no, I think he said that. Or, you know, some, something similar to that. But it made really, it, it was like, it come out strong. Yeah, you know, I know what like, you mean. Wow, like, that makes so much sense. So, you know, but you know what? What men want to blame women for not taking the pill or something? But you know what? These days and times, you both better be doing everything you can to protect each other, not from getting pregnant, but from getting AIDS or something. AIDS or, or just some other terrible yeah. STD. Wow! Right out of the gate, and AIDS. there we are. Got to take care of them again. Yeah, yeah. But gosh, terrible. Yeah. So protect yourself. I guess is the. Uh, yeah. Motto for today. Yeah, the no, motto. Of the the motto for today is, if you know somebody that needs help, if you don't know how to help them, find somebody that does, and tell them where they are, 
You know, like if they're living under the bridge. Right. Do you know people that live under the bridge? No. Oh. I've seen them. Okay. Yeah, I've seen them too. Have you ever talked to them? Have you ever went up and gave them a dollar, Nelly? Yeah, when I was in uh, Baltimore, I did because you'd walk right past them. Right. I've and given, Mary Elizabeth wanted me to give every one of them a dollar. I've, right. You know, it's hard, though. To, but you know, they had a woman up there that had more money than anybody. She died, and under her mattress, she had... All kinds of money. Crazy. That's crazy. Several hundred, several hundred thousand. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is ridiculous. And hell far. You know. And I just think about people that don't work, and I worked all my life, and I still struggle. I know a guy who lives back home from where I'm from, Knott County, yeah. Kentucky. Topmost is the name of the city. About 800 people. 799 since I lived. And like it's unfinished. <laughs> unfinished, what's unfinished? Topmost, topmost wood. <laughs> topmost Kentucky. I know, I'm just kidding. But anyway, and he's he don't work. And they said he couldn't he couldn't wait to graduate high school. He said they could he couldn't get out of the gymnasium after graduation fast enough to get down to the uh <coughs> unemployment office. Well, not, I'd be the not, same not, way. Not, not unemployment office, the um Social Security office said he was down on his back, and it was really easy to get disability back in the day. So he went in and said he was down in his back, and they granted him Social Security, this disability. Mm-hmm. And so now, uh, and he got money on his kids. Mm-hmm. So he was, after his case, he ended up getting drawn so much a month. He was buying new vehicles, new four wheelers. He remodeled his house. And he was never working. He always was in his yard, dusting his four wheeler off, drinking a beer. He would be up. He'd he'd be uh, listening to his music all night. He'd have a little man cave outside. Well, when I got mine, it, it was it was, was, it was uh, most people said it took two years to get it. Right. And you have to get an attorney. Right. I didn't even think about doing it when mm. I was sick. And the girl, I was in the hospital, and the lady came to talk to me, and uh, she asked me if I, I was all, what all had been wrong with me and what all was going on and everything, and I told her, and she looked at me and said, have you ever thought about applying for disability? And I said, no. I said, well, I've thought about it, but no. I, that's as far as it's ever gone. And she said, uh, well, I think you should. And she said, we will take care of everything, and all you have to do you tell me God didn't send them to me. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what's crazy? I was eating uh, dinner one night at Frisch's Big Boys. And I had someone come up to me and give me and pay for my meal. I've had somebody pay, but it was pay my toll. I didn't Florida. see it. They paid my tab. They said, your tab has been taken care of. And I said, why has my tab been taken care of? I don't know why I was in. I was... Coming back from class, it was like 11.30 at night, and I was mm. stopping in, and I stopped in just to get a cup because I was so tired. And I wanted, it was hardly nobody was in there. Mm-hmm. But I was in there by myself because I was coming back from work, and I have a long commute. Mm-hmm. I had my tie on. I was looking pretty nice, you know. Didn't look like a bum. Yeah. But I was eating. And I remember I, I took a phone call, and I was starting, I was really upset about something going wrong in my business. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it, and I was like, I, and I remember saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like that. And I guess the way I said that maybe 
somebody heard it and thought maybe really I was like needing something. That's the only thing I think. Of. But like when I when I was like said I'm ready for my check, she was like, "Oh, um, it's already been taken care of." I said, "What?" I was like, "Really? What do you, What do you mean?" And she said, "There was a couple here that um, took, or there was a man here that took care of your check." And he had his wife with him. Uh, but anyway, I found out, asked some more questions, and uh, I said, tell me who it was. And she said, well, uh, they were sitting uh, right here, which they pointed the seat next to mine. Crazy. It was the people right mm-hmm. next to me. But I didn't pay them no attention because why would I? Why would I pay attention to the people beside me? I, if Had I known that they were going to pay for my bill, I would have checked them out. But I remember I must have had a really intense conversation on the phone about my business, and they probably thought that I was struggling. But the point of the story is just wow, mm-hmm. you know, an act I've of had kindness. People do this for me at I've never, and I'll never see him again. Yeah, I'll never see him again. I can never say thank you. I can never say thank you. And he just did it, and he, he, you know, amazing. What if you wanted pie? <laughs> I guess you just had to pay for it. No, if I would have ordered pie, he would have probably bought me one. But I mean, after they left. I don't know. I was kind of on this kick where I was loving having it free, so I yeah. just walked out before I bought anything. <laughs> you know, I refilled my cup, asked for a cup to go, and I refilled it. Having a nice cold pop on the way home. But I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, yeah. It was definitely like the drive home. I mean, or the phone, the phone conversation about the business, I think. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I'm telling you. It, it, it was just, it, but it was, it was really cool. It was really cool. But what's new? What else is new, Nelly? I haven't seen you in a while. What's been going on? Oh, not much. Just, you know, regular stuff with me, family stuff. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with your family? Yeah. It's always fun. Hanging out with them. <laughs> Hanging out with them. Well, it's good to have you back. See, they say working's good for you. This is a job. You get paid very well for it. <laughs> and... You know, you're everything's back to normal now. Yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the show. And Nelly, it's been a while since we've been on, but now it's finally back to happen. And I just want to say, go Cats! Go Cats, absolutely. The Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> well, we'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, in the next episode. This has been Adam Banks with Off the Cuff.